With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. News Radio 1360 KKTX. Lago here, Road 705. Mayor Joe McCone in the box. Brother Dave standing by with your sports. And here's Brian with the traffic and weather together. Drivers should be aware of a wreck that occurred this morning at the intersection of Everhart Road and eastbound SPID. Police have arrived, but traffic is backed up in that area, and drivers should expect delays. Again, that's Everhart Road and eastbound SPID. Well, t- today is going to be cloudy and breezy with a steady light rain throughout the day and a high of 57. Cloudy skies tonight with periods of rain and a low of 52. Right now, we're looking at cloudy skies with a temperature of 54 degrees. And with your sports, here's brother Dave Evans. Good morning, guys. Well, number one, Alabama, number two, Clemson, number three, Notre Dame, and number four, Michigan, all maintain their spots in the rankings for the college football playoffs. As of last week, number five, Georgia, and number six, Oklahoma, sit patiently awaiting their chance to pounce into the semifinals. On the Social Injustice League, the Raptors were squeezed by the Magic 93-91. The Wizards whacked the Clippers 125-118. And the Trailblazers beat the Knicks 118-114. In hardball, Lance Bergman and Roy Oswalt, two of the greatest players in Astro history, who led the team to the first World Series in 2005, joined key members of the 05 team, pitcher Andy Pettit, along with 20 new candidates for the Hall of Fame ballot in 2019. And finally, Jim, and local sports, here's the schedule for the smaller division schools. West Oso takes on Lano in San Antonio. Rockport plays Crystal City in San Antonio. London takes on Blanco in Floresville. Odom plays uh, Tidehaven in Port Lavaca. And Refurio takes on Thorndale in Converse. All games are Friday. Jim, that's your sports update. The uh, sports writer for the caller, uh, Lynn Haywood, uh, have you met him? Yes, I have. Nice guy. Very nice. I really like him. Too. Yeah, lives in Portland. <clears throat> um, he uh, has a really good column uh, today. He was talking about the uh, doubleheader at Buck Stadium, Veterans Memorial, and San Antonio Harlan. And Ray takes on state-ranked San Antonio Wagner in the uh, Class 5A Division One area. Right. And uh, that's uh, close to home. And, you know, getting to go to Buck Stadium again, possibly it's been a long time since you've been there. But Exactly. You yeah. know, and Jim, what I like about his writing, he definitely goes out and he works the field. You can hear by, uh, read or see in his writings that uh, he's definitely talking to the people because he's bringing up some stuff that only local people know about. Well, you know. So, uh, so this guy's f- done a real job. They introduced me to him at uh, Whataburger Field. Oh, oh, huh? And. That was when he first got here, and right. uh, I, I, I thought, wow, he's he just got here, and he's already working the press box, which I thought was a really good sign, and, and sure enough, it is. 
you mean to actually have a reporter that works? Well, actually, you know, to do something like that, you you you, you come in and you go, okay, I got to get all this stuff straightened out. I want to make sure um, uh, everybody's on the same page at work, and right. you know, not extending your nightline uh, time duties. He just had a lot on his plate, and he handled it very well. I thought very well, and he's done a very very good job. Yeah, I think he's going to uh, garnering a lot of interest and a lot of followers as he goes. All right. No doubt. Tomorrow's NFL games: Redskins, Cowboys, and you're thinking. Cowboys, I'm thinking uh, by seven. It's going to be a good game, no doubt. Uh, the Redskins have a good defense. Colt McCoy, we've talked about that yesterday. He's got a legacy here, no mm-hmm. doubt. Uh, but the, but I like the way the Cowboys are starting to bowl their team together. So let's hope that uh, uh, their pickup that they picked up, uh, Mari Cooper, uh, can get a little bit more involved and get the running game going for Ezekiel Elliott. Second game is um, Bears at uh, the Detroit Lions. Correct. That is actually the first game. And oh, then it the is? Cowboys, yes, sir. And then the Cowboys play the second game. And then the Falcons and the Saints. Boy, the Saints are just unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. They're they're in another league, Jim. They're not even. They shouldn't even be ranked with the rest of these teams. All right. They are that good this year. Yes. Okay, Dave. Thank you. You bet, buddy. Uh, next hour, we're talking about the college games. Thank you, Dave. That was quick. Mayor Joe McComb in the box. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm uh, doing very well. I'm I'm not using any capital letters this morning. Well, I'll fill you in on that later. Well, I saw something about that. Oh, you did? Got me depressed just reading about it. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) and you'll be glad to know that since you just got depressed, they have finally decided depression is real. So there you are. There you go. I guess we can all go home now. (laughs) <laughs> you had a uh, fundraiser uh, the other night. I did. Yeah, it turned out very well. Had a uh, good good number of folks to show up. They're enthusiastic, and uh, we want to get this uh, runoff behind us and come out number one and keep moving forward. I um, I brought this up before, uh, your, your uh, history of uh, public service. The idea that um, you actually need to have an idea of what public service is all about. It's not just padding your own uh, resume. When I hear uh, the response from a government, uh, uh, an elected government official's handlers that he just doesn't have time for that right now, uh, I think, you know, uh, okay. I'll remember that. Well, you've got everybody's got the same number of hours in a day, and you do you are busy, but you you try to make as much time available as you can for everybody. But there are times that you just can't get everything done. Is there a uh, an opportunity to? Were you surprised that uh, when you found out week before last that the uh, city council is writing a City charter. The, the city. guy in the zebra striped coat. Oh yeah, public comment provides uh, quite Some a variety of entertainment. Well, a variety of opportunities for people to come and express themselves, and um, sometimes you get some folks in there that you're kind of surprised about what they've got to share with you. Is there anything in the city charter that would like if you had this? Do you remember the gong show? Yeah. 
Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm we've thinking, got it. You know, if somebody gets up and bangs the gong, you have to sit down. The, no, we don't do the timer. Well, <clears throat> the timer's about all we have right now, and and we've got some uh, some rules of decorum that uh, you know profanity and and attacking individuals. Uh, that's that's not to be. Uh, but you try to be as flexible as you can. But there are times when you've you've just got to say, I, "I'm sorry, that's not in the spirit of what this is about," and uh, gavel them down. It, we're always talking about, you know, city services, city services, and city services, and city staff and city staff, and. Uh, you know, the citizen has some responsibilities in this process. Well, yeah, and, you know, it just <clears> – it boggles my mind. People call up and say – or they'll write an email or they'll send a letter to the editor. This – the city is so dirty. Well, it's not the city employees going out and throwing trash out on the streets. I mean, it's the guy driving down the street that stopped at a convenience store and got him a – Sandwich and throws the paper out the window, or throws mm-hmm. a soda water can or beer can out the window. Or I, we were coming out of a restaurant the other night, and just about five feet from my car was a neatly wrapped, bundled up, dirty diaper that I guess they'd changed some child in the parking lot and just dropped it in the middle of the parking lot. Sure. And I'm thinking, why don't they? I wonder if they do that at their house. Just take a dirty diaper, then just drop it in the middle of the living room. No. You don't do that, but they're – I mean, people have a responsibility. The problem that – and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger is that more and more people are expecting the government to do everything for them. Yeah. And they take no personal responsibility for anything. And I don't know how you reverse that trend, but it's it's just phenomenal. And you, you do what you can, but if we if we provided every service that everybody claims that we ought to be providing – in a timely manner, I mean, their taxes would be $100 per $100 valuation. Yeah. I mean, if that's, if that's the state you want to live in, you've got to be willing to pay the price. And I, I don't think anybody's willing to pay the price there, but they are willing to live in a messy city because they contribute to it. Not everybody, but it doesn't take many to mess things up. Well, look, it, you turn into a city in California if you keep that up. San Francisco, California, actually has a a an ordinance about defecating in the streets, and they've got maps, so you won't step in any of it uh, uh, because some of them are are used as public bathrooms, so you can avoid them. So it it's not a a stretch. For me to think more and more people will want. When you start making it okay to do that. Yeah, it's, I don't understand it. Uh, I don't understand the mindset. I don't understand just how a person can reach that point in their life that it doesn't matter what they do. Somebody else is there or it's somebody else's responsibility to either clean up after me or take care of me, uh, you know, from Conception until yeah. you're put in the grave is just uh, mind-boggling. It's just but that seems to be the trend, and it, there just seems to be no end. You know, I was kind of talking to Seaton about this earlier this morning. 
you're you're you were inundated with uh, the idea of this all for a higher purpose. We know what is best for you. I mean, you've got celebrities talking to your children and uh, telling them how wrong their parents are for believing this way because everybody should be taken care of. Yeah, it's they need to go in a country that that's what they really believe in and see how they're taken care of. I, I, I mean, there's places around the world that the government's supposed to be taking care of everybody, and I'm telling you, the newsreels you see on those are just yeah disgusting. And, and then they uncover uh, millions of uh, uh, people uh, secretly buried, uh, some of them in mass graves, because... You know, the guy that was the uh, good and great benevolent dictator yeah, uh, uh, also had some really bad days as well. Cloudy with uh, light rain today. High, probably 55. But the uh, northerly winds are going to be gusting to 25. Thirteen sixty KKTX Lago here. Thank you for joining us. It's so seven twenty three. It's fifty four, and uh, that's about it for today. Uh, gusty northerly wind to twenty five. Mayor Joe McCombs in the box. Um, going over some really strange email. It, it, yeah, I don't bring it up to make fun of the person, but it, it, did you get stuff like that when you were county commissioner or no. when you were on? No, the <clears throat> council the first time. No, I, and of course the the age of emails and all that really wasn't what it is today. But uh, with the uh, with the advent of uh, texting and emailing uh, and the ability to be anonymous through those medias, uh, you get some pretty wild emails. I mean, some, oh yeah. Well, some of these folks they need to go get them a roll of aluminum foil and put on so that the yeah, they, at least that. But I don't think it's going to stop anything. I think. No, but I mean, you wonder. I mean, even people must sit there a long time to come up with some of these scenarios they send me in, in emails. Know. Wow. Uh, I went to yesterday, and they're putting up the new Christmas tree. That's going to be a. I think it's going to be a great thing downtown. Already looks great. Have you been down to yeah. see all the new lights and everything? I mean. Yeah. It, it's kind of exciting, you know, and um, Sitco and HEB and those guys have really stepped up. And, you know, when the private sector makes their mind up to do something, things can happen. Valero and, bought the tree. Yeah. And, uh, well, I was, I was thinking it was HEB. Maybe that was a different one. But, uh, I mean, the, it's just fascinating when people in the community decide we want to get this done and the private sector steps in and it's not the government always having to step up and do it. And the uh, uh, downtown Corpus Christi's a uh, peppermint lane, and that is presented by Sitco. Sitco, yeah. It starts Saturday at noon. The three hundred and four hundred block of uh, Chaparral are decorated with lights, and uh, more going up all the uh, time. Uh, candy canes, and they'll be up through the holiday season. Listen, uh, at noon Saturday, uh, kids' choir performances. Kids, carnival rides, arts, crafts, the official Peppermint Lane ribbon cutting 
you're bringing your scissors at six. And then the Battle of the Bulbs lighting competition. Downtown businesses are being encouraged to decorate the buildings as storefronts. That's well, I hope they do, and I hope they really get in it, uh, you know, hook, line, and sinker. Just jump in and, and participate because it's kind of fun. I, uh, uh, Alyssa Barrera, the head of the now downtown head of the downtown management district, she's, I mean, she is the energizer bunny, mm-hmm. and uh, she's just a sweet, sweet lady, and has really got a lot of people on board and helping. And uh, I think they've all realized that if if we're going to make some things happen in our downtown for our business, we're trying to get our sidewalks and our streets and all that done. But the businesses themselves and the people that have investment down there, they're going to have to step up. The city can't do everything. And and so far, they're doing it. So that's great. 560-5589-560, KKTX. The uh, water bills, have uh, those been – uh, corrected and explained uh, uh, to your satisfaction? Well, I'm, we'll get another report Tuesday. I don't know that they've been totally corrected. I think that portion of the process, uh, at least the bills that are going out, from what I understand, I, that don't hold me to this because you know this thing changes on a daily basis depending on what the problem they find next. But I think the the billing process has been identified and corrected, and hopefully the adjustments are being made for people that were overbilled. Uh, we're still working on making sure that we've got all the uh, uh, whatever those uh, receivers are are getting the right information, and the and the computer uh, mechanism at the water meter itself is that's supposed to be. Uh, sending out the water readings, uh, the use of the volume have been corrected or in the process of being corrected. I don't know if they've gotten them 100% yet, but we're making great strides, and this uh, Peter Collins has, has really done a, a mm-hmm. remarkable job. 560-558-9560, KKTS, you got a question or comment on that. This part of Lago in the Morning is brought to you by David Garcia Real Estate. David Garcia, call him at uh, 248-1234, 248-1234. When I was talking about uh, David the other day, and I pointed out that uh, this couple had their really nice waterfront home on the market for 435 days, and Dale Rankin said, I know those people. That's uh, Brent and Nancy. They... And he did. He sold it. That's pretty frustrating. They heard uh, David's ad on the uh, radio, and they called him. 248-1234. You get a discussion of the uh, current market conditions and unique home selling strategies. And listen, David and that team sold the uh, home in a few weeks. Cash. Cash money. For those of you who like to... Have that uh, incredible feel of, yep, I'll get this in the bank soon. So if if you're looking at a real estate transaction and you really want some good help, I mean, if that woman, who's the woman on the shark tank? You ever watch that? I do, but I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Do you know that they, uh, oh, Barbara Corcoran, real estate mogul, they call her, Barbara Corcoran, shark tank. She recommends David Garcia. Hey, I recommend David Garcia. 248-1234. All right.
Coming up, uh, uh, Mayor Joe McComb, there's a story that uh, broke on Monday that is in the Caller Times today. Um, Eric Cantu, District 3 City Council candidate is suing the city of Corpus Christi. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. To try to keep uh, Roland Barrera off the ballot. They went ahead and drew yesterday. We'll talk about that coming up. Radio 1360, KKTX. So the uh, big brouhaha, and this story was uh, making uh, noise on, I guess, uh, during the weekend, and then it uh, started making a little bit more noise on Monday. Uh, Eric Cantu is suing the city of Corpus Christi, trying to keep... uh, Roland Barrera off of the ballot, but it didn't work, I guess. So how do you back this up? I mean, if if uh, the judge, he, he was formally served uh, and, and it was signed by a judge, but uh, the city secretary and uh, the city attorney decided it was Really, nothing to be worried about. Well, when- uh, well, let me let me back you up a little bit. It started with an email from Butch Escobedo, and I know Butch, and he's he's a good guy, and I don't yeah. know what his angle is on this. I, I I don't know anything about it. He's he's a good guy, and and he must think there's something there. I I can't say one way or other because I'm not involved in the race. But an email doesn't constitute legal notice, mm-hmm. and so the city didn't have any reason to do anything based on an email. I mean, I get, you know, you read a couple of the emails I get. Oh, you hadn't been formally served. No. And to my knowledge, uh, even before the drawing yesterday, uh, because when somebody sues the city, they address it to the mayor. Mm -hmm. And not all of them, but I can walk into the mayor's office sometimes and there'll be a lady sitting there or a gentleman sitting there. And I said, oh, well, good morning, Mayor. Here's some papers. You're being served. Mm-hmm. And I said, what is this? Well, you're being sued. Okay, well, thank you very much. So we, we take it, we date stamp it, and then we send it up to legal. I mean, whether it's a city vehicle involved sure. in an automobile accident or whatever the lawsuit happens to be. So th- as of yesterday, when it was time to go to the to draw for places on the ballot, uh there had the city had not been officially served. The attorney for uh, Cantu had given a copy of the lawsuit that he had gone and filed to the city attorney or to the city secretary. I don't know which one. 
but that still didn't constitute official notice. Mm-hmm. And we had to go ahead. It was scheduled for the drawing, and, and I think the legal uh, – Miles Risley and the city secretary said, okay, <clears throat> we understand this is coming, but we have not been legally served. You've got this responsibility. You've got to draw for places on the ballot. Go ahead with your process. But in that notice that was given to the city attorney, uh, part of it says that there will be a hearing uh, scheduled for Monday. That was a request, I guess, or it was I don't know whatever that documentation is, but I right. think there's some agreement that uh, there's a hearing set for Monday afternoon to uh, consider a temporary uh, injunction. Right. Uh, but understanding that the, so you're going from to re- officially being notified had not happened. So the city secretary really didn't have a response for anybody. And, the, and so the, the city attorney will go to that uh, hearing on Monday. And he's not going to defend either one of the candidates. He's going to make sure that what the city does in fo- is following the law in the process that we're using. Right. And if that, and if the judge asks some questions and he determines that the city secretary, you know, if there's if there's any basis in fact, or if they want to pursue that they violated the law, then they'll have to go through the proper court process right. and proceedings. And the city secretary does not have that authority. Okay, and this uh, is all stemming from a uh, failure to file. failure to meet requirements for candidacy. Uh, his financial report was not filed on time. It wasn't filed on time. That's not a that's not a condition of being a candidate. Uh, the condition for being a candidate is that you've lived in the district that you're wanting to serve, mm-hmm. over District Three. That you had, you've, you've had a certain residency, and I'm not sure whether it's six months or a year. Uh, you're eight. I think it's. I don't know whether it stipulates that you're 18 or that you're uh, an eligible voter or uh, a registered voter. But if and and you know you're breathing, so yeah. that those three things is what gets you qualified to serve. And if you meet those criteria, the city secretary right. takes your name. and Your name's on the ballot. So this is. Uh, of what? A self-imposed uh, deadline to no, file that, your financial no, that, report? I mean, the, under the, the the Texas Ethics Commission has set a schedule of events that, through the political process, mm-hmm. you have certain responsibilities to file reports covering certain periods of time. One, they're trying to find out who's given to your campaign and how you're spending your money. So you've got to file a report from January the 1st to uh, June the 30th. And then you have to file another one July the 1st through... Uh, December thirty first, except in campaign okay. years. Then you've got another one. All right, but Barrera is saying we they simply forgot. So he did the preliminary, or I'm, I'm, he just failed altogether. I'm assuming he filed his campaign finance reports. That's that's the money in and that money out. That's the income and expense reports of conducting a campaign. Well, that's available for public <clears throat> and it's online. Yes, yeah. and then there's two or three other reports. One you have to fill out a personal financial. Uh, form, and it asks, you know, do you own stock anywhere between zero and five thousand dollars, or five thousand and one mm-hmm. up to twenty five thousand dollars in different companies and this sort of thing? And that, that I understand, is filed once a year. And then there's another one that you fill out. I believe it is for the the local ethics. If you're running locally for the the ethics commission, so I'm, and I'm so having you, to. You, you, I, I, you, this is getting bogged down. 
Well, that's part of the problem. Uh, yeah, but it's getting way off in the re- weeds. It, you have to take this at face value from whoever you like, I guess, in this situation. Am I going to believe uh, Roland? Because he said, you know, it's simply an oversight. It was a uh, mistake. If he filed the first requirements, I, I don't know why you would hide the second requirements. I understand why uh, Butch is – it's a – you're supposed to do it, so you do should it. do yeah. it. And it's it's up to the candidate. It's not the responsibility of the city secretary to track every candidate that's filed for office and continue to follow them like their mother, saying, all right, have you done this? Have you done this? Have you done that? It's candidates got some responsibility. And if you or whoever's helping you in your campaign really doesn't read all through the material or a date slips up on you, that's your responsibility. It's not the city secretary's responsibility. Her responsibility is to get you the information and receive the reports and keep them on file. It's 0742. It's going to be uh, cloudy today with uh, light rain on and off. And I just looked at the uh, Weather Channel thing. It says 80% chance of that on and off. All right. Mayor Joe McComb is in the box. And uh, the um, I had uh, uh, City Councilman Greg Smith uh, on the program yesterday. We talked about uh, quite a few things uh, and things we're not doing when communities pretty close are going through water boils. And, and, you know, you try to get the information to your citizens that, you know, these things uh, happen from time to time. Besides, most of you have bottled water. The uh, the the Greg is not uh, afraid to be. Uh, vehement in his support uh, for you and your public service uh, record. And, you know, he was he got a mandate, you know, it was almost 71 percent of the vote. Yeah. No, Greg is a a great council member. He does his homework. The guy's a a walking encyclopedia, particularly on stuff on the island and and, uh, all this windstorm thing. And he's uh, I first was introduced to him back several years ago when I was on the commissioner's court. And uh, it was had to do with, I think, AEP or somebody running some new power lines out in Flower Bluff somewhere. Right. And I went out, and, I mean, I, we went to somebody's house, and they were explaining everything that was going on. And, I I mean, I just, when I left the meeting, I got to thinking, this guy's he's, he's a machine. Yeah. And uh, he does his homework. but uh, And we work well together on the council. He's... Uh, uh, he he's very serious about his business, and uh, I I think it, he's he's really a, a plus to have on the council. Communities, well, he is, and, and he's a, and he's a I don't even call it pioneer uh, place out there, a uh, small business, but because yeah. man, and that place is it's it's like a wetlands, and and he's not afraid of work and getting his hands dirty. No. I mean when that when and that's right over there just on the outskirts of Port Aransas. Mm-hmm. And following Harvey, I, I he had a lot of damage over there with Harvey. And I yeah. think they were I would say within 30 days they were up to probably 75% up and operating within 30 days over there because yeah. of the work he and Buddy Seeds and and his people did over there. It's just uh, they they just got in there and did what they had to do. Well, I came to know of him through uh, Port uh, Chairman Charlie Zahn. And uh, to hear Charlie talk about what 
he just took off from his business and at his own expense went to Austin. Oh, he, yeah, he and Charlie, I mean, during that windstorm thing, when Todd engaged them to help him in that windstorm battle starting three or four years ago, I mean, while the session was open, I think he and Charlie's probably spent half their time in Austin. Yeah. I mean, they just, if we'd had to pay him for that, we couldn't afford it. No. <laughs> I mean, but they, they had, their heart was in it, and they were doing it because it was the right thing to be doing, is to fighting these increases and the lack of service that we were getting and the attention we were getting from Twia. And, and, and we uh, all benefited. Oh, now, absolutely. There's an example of community service. Yeah. And, you know, he and Charlie, neither one tooted their own horn. And, and you know, you I know tried, they didn't get any coverage. You try to, you we try talked to about it on the radio. Give them a little praise and they just, nah, you know, that's just, I'm just doing what I should be doing. It's great to uh, have prepared yourself so well in life that you can volunteer to stand up for your hometown. Yeah. Well, they, they did yeoman's work for us and we finally got the attention of the state. News Radio 1360, KKATX. Mayor Joe McComb is uh, in the box. So are congratulations in order there? Well, it is. Uh, we're very, uh, very excited at our house. Yeah. Jonathan had, uh, met a young lady, and uh, uh, they've just decided that they want to try to begin to go down life's road together, so that would be good. I don't know when wow. that's going to happen, but uh, well, well, that was a— um, that's our event in his life. It's our dream, isn't it? Yeah, to see that uh, happen and then hope for the best. And now, um, did <laughs> I have a daughter that is, you know, rather reluctant to uh, commit? I don't know where she gets that, but well. Uh... Maybe I'm, I worked I'm, too hard. I'm sure that at some point, uh, if that's what's, you know. if Well, she's if a she professional. To, she's yeah, degreed. She, she's, you well, know. that's the, you know, and that may be her. Focus. Focus right now. And it the, is. And, I mean, more and more people are putting off later and later to, they're trying to do their, you know, their careers and this sort of thing. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm certainly no Cupid or fortune teller so i have no idea i don't get so into that are you I'm uh, just uh, glad that i found a beautiful young lady that would put up with me all these 40 something years and yeah i like her she's really really nice uh besides that she's interesting to talk to especially if you get her talking about plants and stuff oh man um so you're uh doing the traditional thanksgiving yesterday i saw an ad in the uh, paper that, uh, and it was what you call it. Call it in. Tell them how many you want, and they bring you your Thanksgiving dinner. I thought half of the thing about Thanksgiving was uh, everybody in the family is in the kitchen. Well, they are, and uh, in our case, uh, all the family's coming together, and and the the kids got together and did it and sent it out yesterday, and they said okay on. Uh, Thursday morning breakfast. Here's a sign. Here's who's assigned for that. Thanksgiving lunch. Mm-hmm. Here's who's doing this and what you're bringing. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> leftovers, and then Friday, 
so-and-so's doing this and lunch is this and wow. I mean, they've got it all organized down and mary just said little thank you thank you very much <laughs> wonderful you guys have done great the family uh <coughs> so you guys got a newsletter well uh, a text kind of yeah and they just you know they fired it all out i let me show you it's it's kind of interesting if i can call it, get it up here right quick while you're uh let's see here's here's what it says uh all right here let's see uh here you go. Thursday, breakfast casserole, milk and AG. People are assigned for that. Lunch, dad. Ew. <laughs> okay. You know, mashed potatoes, so-and-so, cranberry, so-and-so, green beans, mom, zucchini casserole, pies, and dinner, leftovers. And then Friday morning, it. breakfast, pancakes, mom, sausage, egg, taquitos, lunch, sandwiches, bread by so-and-so, lunch meat, dinner, leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, they've know. got it organized. To find they're not, you know, they're they're taking all the burden off their mom, so she can just kind of enjoy. Because for years, everybody else sat around and played, and she was in there just stood in the kitchen doing this. And they just said, "Mom, you need to, we need to pay you back for all the work you did." That's what uh, those football games are for. Um, were you on council when uh, Ron um, Olson? West? No, not he. Uh, the West Point guy. The West Point guy. Yeah. He was assistant uh, city manager. Massey. Ron Massey. No, I don't know. You don't remember him at all? He did He did some classes on um, city government. And we were just getting into the uh, responsibilities of a citizen when uh, something blew up at uh, City Hall. And uh, the the classes got smaller and smaller. I think there were about 60 for the first uh, night and maybe 25 Hmm. the second time. It was... Once a week, and, and and it wasn't held at City Hall. But I thought it was a really a good idea because I picked up some really – but I really had trouble staying awake because Massey was just not the most dynamic um, yeah, person. I, I, I don't recall. I don't recall that. It It just seems to me that there are some things that we as citizens could take a little bit more time – with and understand some of the process that's involved. Like uh, the city can't take care of you from cradle to grave. That just is not going to work. There's not enough money for uh, non, um, you know, the things you really uh, need. And there's a difference. Chad McGill was good about talking about wants and needs and how to keep them separated. Yeah, we'd like all those uh, frilly, uh, wonderful, sexy things, but they're, we've left the streets alone for a long time. A long time. Well, <clears throat> we, we, we did that. Uh, you know, again, you've got to maintain and you've got to commit money, but that during the process, as you do in your family, if money gets tight, then there's certain things that you 
have to move around and you have to set your priorities. And unfortunately, there for 10 or 15 years, the uh, the city, when I left the city back uh, in, in the 90s, we had a, a routine maintenance program. And right. then the, the economy got bad and they rearranged and shifted some priorities and they just really abandoned the maintenance yeah. program. And that was supposed to save and, us and so much money. And we're paying a price for that now, but we didn't have the money at the time. So I'm not really calling there a fault to it, but there's it's just a matter of priorities. All right, Brother Dave's coming up with your sports. We'll take a look at some of the college football. The number is 560-5589-560-KKTX. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.